Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One. ¿Qué pasa, campeones? Welcome to the Churros y Tácticas podcast. This is part three, arguably, of the week. It is Thursday, the 15th of September. Kian is still in Madrid, Madrid, with Wi-Fi, with Wi-Fi. And uh, here we are once again with, um, together, I should say, not once again, first time in a week together. I gave you guys a little back-to-back sesh on Tuesday it was horrible. I felt even embarrassed to press, press the press the publish button uh, because of all the difficulties and uh, little professionalism that I was showing on what should have been the original churros, a solo churros, which, you know, Kian, who is it that said whatever can go wrong will go wrong? Was that Darwin's theory? Um, no, is that Murphy's law? That's Murphy's. Murphy's law. That's Murphy's, Murphy's law. law. Excuse me. Yes. yes. Murphy's law. Darwin is the theory of evolution, I believe. Um, well, that's exactly what happened. That and it's not. Then I promised that I was gonna go live with my kids just before the game uh, on our on our uh, Twitter, which I did as well. Uh, and as I said, my I'm like my kids are gonna be there for sure because no way I'm gonna be putting them to bed uh, before kickoff. And I was it was it was a solo night as well. My wife, you left me. Then my wife left me. So I had the kids. It was impossible to put them to bed on time. Therefore, the live stream came out very clumsy as, as well. Um, in any case, here we are to discuss the Champions League results. We're gonna go through. Bayern Barca. We'll talk some other uh, churros as well. And uh, Kian, it's good to see. Good to see you. Good to see you're uh, in Madrid. In Madrid. And in how are you? In Madrid. In Madrid. And um, yeah, bro. That's it. It's but what a week it's been. I miss this place, man. I hmm. have not been here since last season. What a beautiful time of year, September in Spain. Gorgeous. Perfect temperature, not too hot, not cold. Birds are chirping, violins are playing. Everyone's out. Maji is winning. Real Madrid have won eight in a row to start the season. Do you want to know what when the last time that happened was? Uh, tell me. 60s, apparently. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, things are good. I, and, and, you know, to be quite honest, I was planning on doing the intro today. And I told you this, that, I, you know, I should be doing the intro. But I'm staying in an Airbnb. I think there's a couple people taking a nap right now. So I, just, I didn't respect. want to go too crazy. I, yeah, respect. So uh, that's why you did the intro. And I felt like I wanted to do it as well just to make up for the pitiful... <laughs> the the pitifulness that has been churros this week. I don't know if you saw the episode, but don't bother. It 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 I it's didn't. for those of you that did that did follow me. Uh, thank you, and again, I'm sorry. It's it's been not been a good week. Uh, I'm I'm feeling my age this week, Kian. It's been a you know you. I came back from the high school reunion. Uh, remember that I just left the reason why I left on Friday, and uh, partied very hard. And I can tell him, you know, 41 and, 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 and about two weeks from now, like the, my age is catching up on me, man. I'm an old man now. When you say party hard, like if you showed, you say you're 41, is that what you said? I'm, I'm two weeks away from becoming, three so weeks away. If you showed a video of your 41 party hard to you, like your 20 year old self, would your 20 year old self be like, that's, that's party, that's a party. Or would he be like, that's not a party. Like what does party hard mean for you right now? He, he, my son will be partying with me. That's, it's party hard. <laughs> You're just watching cartoons? No, I'm saying like my 20 year old self. I, I thought you meant like as if that was my, I was approaching it like as if that would be my son, uh, my 20 year old well, I son. Just, I just mean like, is what is party hard? My 20 year old self would party with me, for okay, sure. Okay, so it was, it, was, it was legit party hard. It wasn't like a 40 year old party hard. When I say party hard, I mean party hard, Kian. Yes, yes. The well, people around me are bad influences. Well, you, you, you know, that's like you're when you get older, your body just can't cope, keep up with that stuff. You can't. No. no, it takes days to recover as well. It just yeah. takes a long time. And like I said, it's been, it's been a strange week. Then we had the churros and, you know, that didn't happen. I had to like improvise myself. I had the kids alone because uh, my wife, for good reason, was like, you know, I'm glad you partied hard. Here are your children. Now I'm going to go and have a little me time with friends. So, um, yeah, I just had the kids for myself for obviously working, coming home. And as soon as I'd be home, she would be uh, kind of doing her thing. But she, I mean, listen, respects to all mamas out there, because what she's doing is uh, is amazing. She's working from home full time, bringing the kids in the morning, going to pick the kids up two different times. Now bringing them to the tennis and the basketball class and still juggling her, her own job, which is a full time job and, and a very serious job. In all honesty, she is uh, the head of the house. Like, uh, you know, she has a very important role, uh, director of sales and Kiwi collection. Uh, maybe I'm giving too too much away. Well, I might as well. I've been tweeting from her Twitter account. I feel like I'm bringing her into the. <laughs> I've seen that poor your poor wife is now basically you she's took done. over her Twitter just to save herself from <laughs> tweeting things you're not supposed to be tweeting. Meanwhile, she's taking the she's taking the heat for it. I mean, I don't think anyone's giving her heat, but not yet. But uh, just wait; well, it'll get worse over time. She she texts me in the morning. She's like, "Get the fuck off my Twitter! What are you doing?" We're pressed for time today. I'm yes, like, yes, the, yes. The, the greatest tutors are always the one where there's no time pressure. We just talk about life and football for two hours, but a bit of a time crunch today. But no I, wise. Uh, I did promise my cousin uh, yeah. to go to her house for No, you got to go. You got to yeah. go. I've been in Madrid uh, all week and I haven't seen her yet. She has a new baby. I, I stopped at the 
Real Madrid store. I bought congratulations. I bought some oh. baby stuff for her, and mm. I bought some Real Madrid stuff for my kids. Some winter gear, some some gloves, some uh, Real Madrid hoodies. Official store. Really wanted to support the club. Yeah, I wanted get, to get get him the the new white Barca jersey. You know, since I know you guys like to buy white. You guys have uh, one of those. Oh, you've been out of the loop, huh? Yeah, I don't really. I barely know like Real. So, so players. reportedly, we're gonna be dressed in white next season. It's been a leaked, a this leaked. Is baby uh... steps. Your guys are finally <laughs> seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. This is gra- it's your your gradual desensitization. First, you're gonna wear white, and then two years from now, you're gonna change your name to Real Barca, and then. <laughs> it's just like in ten years, it's just gonna be Real Madrid in Catalonia. Oh my God. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. No, it's caused up a big stir. I have to say, I've been laughing at some of the memes and jokes that have come out uh, based on this rumor and uh, images as well. Yeah, the the it looks it's it's white with spot black Spotify in the middle, and um, it's a step further than the step they took this year already, where you know it was it's the gray sort of gray white with the blue and red cross representing San Jordi. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if that uh, will materialize or not. I will say that, you know, if there's one president that has the balls to say, yeah, let's do it, then it's uh, Joan Laporta, you know? Is it balls or is it yes. kind of a weird It's balls. Thing? All right. I don't see Bartomeu doing that. Well, like, if, uh, if Florentino all of a sudden came out with a blue and red striped jersey that's not balls that's just everyone be like what the hell are you doing it's not balls you gotta have big huevos you need cojones for that you gotta have massive huevos can you imagine bro talk to me about barca Bayern. okay let's talk about it well uh i got a bunch of tweets moral victory moral victory uh well obviously was it of course it was, man. Listen, good good game, bad result. That simple. And if you don't want to hear it from me, then hear it from Sané, hear it from Müller, hear it from Nagelsmann in their post-game comments where they talked about, you know, Sané talked about steam being steamrolled for 40 minutes in the first half, that they were lucky uh, with the result. Uh, listen to Nagelsmann talking about, um, or I think it was Müller actually, that this is clearly not the same team as last year, that they have drastically improved, yada, yada, yada. Good game. Bad result. We had them in the first half. We couldn't materialize. There were many subplots in that game with the homecoming for Lewandowski, with, you know, uh, Ter Stegen against Neuer, if you will, with the whole Barca uh, Bayern history where we've never managed to pick up a win. I said on the last pod, one win. Well, I was incorrect. We've never managed to win. Uh, over in, in in Germany, so it's uh, there was a lot on at stake. Obviously, the biggest objective was get was the three points so that we can qualify or assure qualification to the next round, which in this group is not assured. Despite how easy uh, you might find Inter of an opponent, they're still Inter Milan. They can still cause a surprise or, or play you know 
competitive football. So we have everything to prove. We needed these three points. We didn't get it. It's a disappointment. But is it something to be, you know, burning the come no down and go, ah, this project has gone tits up? Absolutely not. You know, we competed. We looked like a team out there, team with uh, ideas, intention, and we didn't uh, materialize on a night. I tweeted, or I think my wife tweeted, uh, you know, we pardoned the, the Germans. Like, and we did. Uh, we had them. I feel like we had them. And then all of a sudden, the one, two, sucker punch coming into the five minutes into the second half and it was donezos and uh that's that that was that was hurtful but we had him so, so yes moral victory <laughs> so i don't <laughs> well it's, it's kind of it was, it's funny because it just um i all right I, i'll give you my my assessment of it um i watched it um, live with some difficulty because I was scrambling trying to figure out how to watch things in Spain because uh, I have all the subscription packages in Canada but when I'm here it's really difficult I have to find these streams but I finally found a good stream watched it with some difficulty Ewan told me last night that I have to get a VPN so that's what I'm going to do right. for my next trip so NordVPN yeah you should sponsor us yeah okay NordVPN um, so I watched it and my thought is that, you know, obviously, like, my feed is mostly Real Madrid Twitter, right? So it's funny. A lot of Real Madrid fans were, thought this was banter, you know, oh, just 2-0, another game where Bayern um, humiliated Barca and laughing at the whole moral victory stuff. And I, you know, I think that that was a good game from Barcelona. I don't think it was a perfect game. No. But I think it, I think the, the, assessment, the assessment that I had was... Um, let me start off by saying that I've seen Real Madrid have really, 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 really bad losses in the Champions League group stages to teams like PSG, to teams like Tottenham. Like, I'm talking about, like, I think we, I don't remember the scores now. I think we lost 3-0 to PSG in the group stages one year, and then we lost to um, Tottenham, something similar. Like, it was really bad. Like, and, and the narrative after was, like, Pochettino, masterclass, uh, Zidane is out of his depth. This is a change of the guard. And same thing with PSG. And in both those cases, we won the Champions League and didn't matter. Hmm. And what I... So I guess my point is that I don't think group stage games really matter. And and I think it's... Okay, so that this is why I'm saying this. I just remember why I'm saying this. Because I already saw one of the British pundits say that Barcelona don't have what it takes to win the Champions League after that game. And I think that was insane, an insane take, and these guys never learned their lessons. I thought Barca were good, and even if they were bad, it's this game wouldn't indicate whether they're going to win the Champions League or not. Of course, yeah. Um, obviously, what hurt Barca was their finishing, yeah, and wastefulness, if you, for lack of a better word, they did. They made Bayern really uncomfortable with their press. Bayern literally had no passing outlets to escape their half. They could not get any situations where Sané could run at the wing backs. Or Mane to run at the wing backs, and, and then having said that, I actually thought like your defenders were all pretty good too in in those situations. Hmm. Um, I but I think where what's interesting and and you brought that Inter. I, it's not that I think Inter is a bad team, but I think Inter is not a team that I'm really that impressed with, and I and I certainly don't think that they're on Bayern's level. And I think if you guys gave Bayern that much difficulty, I think you guys can definitely handle Inter. But what was interesting, I think, was that whenever Bayern decided to de defend a little deeper in that game, 
you guys didn't really have any solutions to break them down. Where you guys generated opportunities was when you pressed them and they would give the ball away. But it like when they would kind of just let you guys play and they were organized and cutting out passing lanes, I, I think Barca had a lot of difficulty breaking that aspect down. And I wonder how that'll play against Inter. And I also don't think... I don't think you guys had that much meaningful possession in Bayern's third. That makes sense. Hmm. Like if you look at the if you hmm. look at the numbers, like Bayern had a lot more control in when they were attacking your third, where as opposed to the opposite, where you guys were generating a lot of your opportunities was basically by just pressing them and winning the ball. And I think that's where you guys become really dangerous. But it wasn't the, the classic like. Hmm. Um, hmm. I don't know. It's not the classic. I see what you're saying. Pep style football of control. It's just a different I, kind of control, and it's usually through pressing that you guys are hurting people right now. I think Xavi uses the element of speed a lot, and he's not shy admitting, you know, the the counter attacking football. He's been compared to Luis Enrique in that sense, or even a combination of Luis and uh, Luis Enrique's style of or interpretation of football and Pep. Uh, I think maybe you know he's he, he does use speed a lot. And he likes the, that's why he likes classic wingers, right? And he likes his uh, wing backs or, or full, yeah, is right. his full backs to get involved uh, offensively. And, and I think Kunde can do that. I was really pleased with seeing Alonso, um, despite his error in the first goal, have a good game. Um, I think we have somebody there that can, you know, probably be his go to uh, left back at the moment. It'll be, him, Balde, and Jordi Alba, uh, and I think that's not a crazy take at this point either, but uh, in that order. Um, so I was pleased with him. I was pleased with his uh, offensive as well because everybody talked about his defensive ability, uh, which is there. His presence is felt. He's very tall, which I think maybe kind of stunned Bayern initially as well. Perhaps uh, Xavi might have uh, thrown him off in the pre-press uh, conference talking about experience or uh, fitness over age and experience and i certainly thought he would start with balde actually uh and uh, I, I was pleased with alonso as one trying to say so having said that counterattack speed in his football i think that um the pep style within xavi is still being molded but we're seeing good moments of it especially with an odd pair or an unexpected pair in Lewandowski and Pedri. I really like the way these two guys interpret each other's movements, um, find the spaces and find each other. I think they're very creative. I think that Pedri so far has been unlucky in his finishing. If not, he would have had four goals, three, four goals to his name so far this season. Uh, maybe even one or two against, or maybe not. I mean, he hit the post once and then he got a clear shot against Neuer at some point. So two goals against Bayern wouldn't have been a crazy thing. Um, and that is something they need to polish. I think that if you, if that, once that starts clicking, we're going to be talking about, oh, Xavi, look at how he, you know, is able to have more meaningful possession, if you will, the way you put it. Because, yeah, so far, maybe we're seeing a Barca that are, have not had a problem in scoring. Uh, Rafinha has found and Dembele have found Lewandowski on, on you know, a handful of occasions uh, in the league. I think it is five goals, right? Um, so, you know, the crossing is there, the, the, the solution of Lewandowski, the ball to Lewandowski in the box and him finding the right space and time to attack has is, is been proven. Um, this team is going to continue to score plenty goals against opponents in La Liga. 
and against teams like Bayern, we have to capitalize on that because we were very unlucky not to score. Lewandowski may be overcome uh, or maybe just beaten by a, a Neuer or overcome with emotion of, of returning to what was his home for eight years. Uh, thank you to the Bayern fans for being classy. And... Um, Wait, did, what... you, did you not hear the chants that Bayern fans were doing in the stadium? No. The what do you most, mean? The one, uh, I mean, they were classy towards Lewandowski, but there was... Uh, That's the, what I mean. I know, but there was that one chant where they kept saying, who the, who the fuck is Barcelona or something? I don't remember the tune or the something like that. Really? Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't hear that. I, I oh. think it's just classic banter. I don't. I think they do that yeah. for almost every opponent. But so. Well, and and they they have reason to to shout that as well at at us, especially at their home and and with the recent results. So, um, I want to hear it though. Uh, yeah, I I I, <laughs> I your, you know your, I welcome your tone that change. You just started to crunch your fist like Thanos. Yeah, I want to <laughs> hear it. It's my my books by my what do you call that? Anyway, um... with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So look, I, I think that's a, the, uh, I get where you're coming from, why you're saying that, but I think it's still a work in pro progress. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So give it I, time. So I think what I've learned about Barcelona is this so far this season. I mean, they're, they're, the, out, the outliers are Bayern and Rayo Vallecano. Those two games, just some freakishly bad misses that are not normal. Like, like the, the Pedri miss against Bayern was wild, right? And then against Rayo, you guys had plenty of chances. Like, those are anomalies. Those are not things where we can say Barcelona have a problem in finishing. I don't think that's true. I think those are anomalies that, you know, it's just freak situations that happen. Um, you guys will not have a problem scoring goals. Your defense is better than I thought it was going to be. Um, your pressing has really, really improved. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like it's just I really like, good. Your I like Rafinha. Really he, he hustles on the press too. Rafinha and Dembele are dangerous on the wings, but they will also they are also prone to a decent amount of giveaways and yeah. bad decisions. But that comes with yeah. the territory, right? Because yeah. they're risk tape. They're risk takers. Yeah, you know it's not going to be one hundred percent just on fire every time. You know it's going to be a little bit of give or take. You have to accept that. Um, and I and I think I'm interested to see you guys more against like defensively organized teams who can hit you on the counter. Like Bayern was really defensively organized. Maybe they didn't really punish you until later in the game or like I'd say second half anyway. Um, and then um, obviously just really fascinated to see what Real Madrid does against you guys too. You know soon. Um, the Very 16th soon. 16th i think of september yeah, uh, october. october yeah yep. 
at four o'clock p.m. Four p.m. Well, that's just obsession. You know what time it is. You guys are obsessed with. <laughs> what else do you know about the game? What's the weather that day? Mm. I'll be there. You you come. You, I'm I've invited you to every classico. You never come. You're inviting me to Madrid. Yeah, I've been to Barcelona to see you already. Once. Yeah, it's your turn. Home and away. <laughs> it is true. It is true. You said you were going to come to to Barcelona now in the end of August or something as well. You remember what what's that, what happened there? Yeah, you had planned to come. Change of plans. No. Yeah, that didn't happen. <clears throat> Well, look, it's going to be a crazy month of October. Uh, we've in previous podcasts already listed the uh, calendar for Barca between Inter, Bayern, Game 2, Valencia, Villarreal, Atleti Club, uh, you, the Clásico, obviously. I want to say Atletico de Madrid as well. Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but it's an insane calendar. So we, yep. we better. We better find our form. Um I really like this team, Kian. I, I I find it funny that they always talk about you know Barcelona's weak spot is the defense. It's such a. It's, it's, you guys it's, have it's, only conceded one goal in La Liga, I think. It's exactly exactly yes we have. It's it's such a normal normal. I don't know. It's such a common thing to say. It's always the same narrative with Barca. The the the, the weakest link is the defense. Well, it's always going to be a little bit that because uh, Johan Cruyff always uh, focused more on offense, midfield, and, and and the forwards, and trying to get the defenders involved offensively than on the defensive aspect. Right? I mean, it's uh, historically it's it's score one more goal than the opponent, then that's their mission, and then you win the game. So, but to kind of like talk about our defense being subpar or 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 you know a weak point. Uh, look, Araujo, Kunde. I mean, now even um, I thought Christensen played well. Alonso, uh, Bellerin. It, we, we, we've got we're packing, man. Like uh, we we've got uh, a serious defense. Um, and ex- I- like you said yourself, we've only conceded one goal in La Liga. And, and okay, are there going to be mistakes? Look, uh, uh, it's still a fact that Kunde is playing, or whatever it's Kunde or Araujo, when they play on the right back position, they're playing out of their position. Uh, they're very open as well and vocal about that not being their favorite position. Both players repeatedly say that. Hopefully, Bayerin will, you know, uh, be a fixed go-to uh, um, player for that spot and. Uh, those two other guys can focus on being central defenders, what they prefer to do. Uh, my point being is when one is playing out of positions, mistake like that will happen. And uh, I'm not, I don't condone it. It was, uh, you know, obviously heartbreaking to see. I think it was Sané uh, making that run um, and eventually scoring. Uh, it need, things need to be improved on, you know? What can I say? Things need to be uh, improved on. Well, I think that saying your defense is weak is a bit of a lazy narrative. Um, Correct. I think no question that individually, first of all, you guys don't really have any weak defenders. Like you could argue Bayerin obviously is not that elite. Um, Alonso defensive, although I thought, again, he defended well against Sané overall. But like you got Araujo is awesome. Kunde is awesome. Eric Garcia, who... I've criticized in the past. I have to eat my words in a bit because I thought he's. I think he's been really good. Yeah. Um, PK is like eighth choice now, but like he's there. Um, mm-hmm. As is and, Alba. 
Alba, Balde's Balde's looking pretty good. Where and and like Chavi's philosophy and the reason you guys have only conceded one goal this season is also because the philosophy is to win the ball higher up the pitch. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like it's basically don't even let our defense get tested in the first place. Just win mm-hmm. it up there. These guys don't have to defend, and they we bring the bring the line forward. I think where the concern would come in is is um, your schedule has been, with all due respect, a little bit light until the Bayern game, and and Real Sociedad. Yeah. I think that was tough. Um, and Sevilla. Well, Sevilla is like basically Cadiz at this point. I don't know. Just, <laughs> rough man, rough team, rough. Um, but. Although, wait, how did they do? I did not watch their Champions League game. How oh my god, I was hoping you were gonna say it, not put me on the spot. So I was well, like, I have, they do it, yesterday? I have the excuse that I've been traveling. They oh, they tied nil nil against Copenhagen. Nil nil, right? I yes, just saw that fun. Isco was trending on Twitter, and apparently he played a really good game. That's and then I thought maybe that they did something. They they tied. So, but once if you if you have a team that can actually test that high line and find space in behind, <laughs> Vinicius, you know. Like, could that that that's I think where the concern of defense will come. But yeah, Vinicius attacks the space very, very well. It's very quick. That's yeah. going to be interesting to see. Well, also Araujo defended him really well though in, yes, he in did. the almighty preseason clash. Oh, very almighty! Important, right? So, almighty, almighty. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, you think is so Barca getting out the group? Yeah, come on. No, yeah, it's not even a question. I don't see Inter. Uh, like, what would they be got the... a big win away over and, uh, against? I know Victoria Pilsen obviously is the one everyone's going to beat up on, but uh, okay. That... So by I think we can assume Bayern are through. I mean, it's ridiculous to say that right now after two games, but like, let's just say for argument's sake, if they're if they're the ones who are who we predict will go through for sure, um, then it comes down to like, can Inter take points off of Barca in the next two games? Guess it's not in- inconceivable. I guess that's the thing. It's very important for this team to 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 Who go. Who plays Bayern last? You or I Inter? I think it would be us. Churros. If you guys play, the, I I feel like the team that plays Bayern last will be the lucky one because uh, if Bayern are already qualified by then or like guaranteed first place or whatever. Then uh, they may just play their bench players or something. Mm-hmm. It's um. Hold on a quick look. So Barca Bayern is on October twenty sixth. That's the last. That's the last Champions League game. Yeah. No, uh, Victoria Pilsen Barca. Sorry, so it will be Inter playing Barca. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you watch? The classic Real Madrid game. Yeah, I thought uh, you know just amazing. Uh, I was just so blown away by the quality of uh, Los Blancos. Uh, Asensio getting on the score sheet as well. So it's just everybody's happy. No, in all honesty, uh, Valverde's goal, golazo. Uh, I saw the highlights though. I don't know what impression to, to, to take. It just seems like classic Real uh, Madrid in the group phase. Um, you know, nothing uh, for me. Nothing impressive from uh, from what I've read and from what I've uh, seen. But uh, you tell me, buddy. You were in the stadium. Well, it was pretty conservative performance. We weren't very aggressive. We were playing a mid block, 
not defending deep, but not also not being very aggressive with our attacks too, or overloading the flanks and getting our fullbacks to have to pitch much, or or you know, sending players into the box and breaking lines that much. Just some control, a lot of passing. Um, Modric played really well. Some heroic defensive interventions from Rudiger, Chuomeni, Carvajal at times, and whistles from the Bernabeu crowd after Leipzig almost scored in the first half. Uh, people were not happy with the performance. <laughs> people were not happy with the performance, and uh, still, I don't. I mean, I certainly didn't. Other fans that I've heard from didn't. And I don't think anyone in the stadium really had any doubt that still doesn't matter. We'll, we'll find a way, right? And yeah. and when we find a way, we really find a way. It's not like we just stumble into it. We, we start to just turn it on and just dominate all of a sudden. And um, and so this is funny. I'll, I'll tell you a couple stories before we wrap it up. Okay. In the 79th minute, I was, uh, you know, I was doing some tweeting from the managing Madrid account. And I and I said, oh, it's it's almost 80th minute, which is when we start playing football. Like 30 seconds later, uh, and I told this story to you on last night's podcast. Not many people have heard it because I think it, that was a patron only episode, so not everyone has heard it. Um, in the seven, I, I, the ball goes to Vinicius Junior on the flank, and it's minute 79. And so I look up at the clock at the, in the Bernabeu, and I see it's minute 79 something. And then I see Fede sprint across on the other side, waiting to get the ball. And I was like, this is where it starts. And literally mm -hmm. on that play, Vinicius cooked the right back, in and out, dribbled a couple of times, passed it out wide to Fede. Fede cuts in, shoots his left foot, scores. Asensio is in off the bench at that point. He scores that cracker off the bench. And then it's just like clockwork, man. This is just, you can't, it's not even... There's, it, this is the script to a T. Every game. It, there's no exception to the rule. It's just every game is like this. And it's really funny because um, I had also joked before we scored that I think we need to concede a goal so that we can start the remontada. And today, this, this story is all over the place. But today, I was um, doing a little bit of research on Jose Santa Maria from my book, who is one of the best defenders of all time. He was part of Real Madrid's five in a row in the 50s. And there's a quote Along with Marquitos. That's right. That's right. Marquitos, who we've spoke about twice now in the last week. Um, <laughs> he he recounts the story that in the final against Eintracht Frankfurt, um, in the the last one, the fifth the fifth champion the fifth European Cup title, the final in 1960, he said, thankfully Frankfurt scored first, because when they scored. It was like a bee sting. They woke us up and then they didn't know what to do because they scored first against us. And then we're like, thank God they scored against us because now we can just go and destroy them. And it's like, this is not, this is the same. This has been the same forever. This is how we, this is how we operate. That's crazy. So this is just, a, I'm telling the story because this is, it's just funny because this is the Maradisa perspective and the Kool-Aid perspective is so much different in terms of how we see it. And how it's just the difference it's just you know i'm not saying we're not ha like no one in the burnabout wasn't happy with the performance i'm not saying that but it's like in the end it's just like okay as long as we get the three points we get the trophy then we're, we're cool with that so that's what basically keeps the calm is uh, if there weren't any trophies should be hitting the fan but because at the end of the day your yeah, because I think it's, you you get the grand prize it's like okay well 
Well, I think it's also because it's been there's some method to that madness. Yeah, there's a method to the madness. It's been and it's been sustained. It's not a one-off thing. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like one yeah. time we pray like shit and one. Yeah. Yeah. It's just we always end up where we need to be. I'm not mm-hmm, always, mm-hmm. I'm not always obviously, but no, like of course, enough but times, enough times. More than anyone else in the Champions yeah. League, so yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm uh, off to the derby Interesting. on Sunday. I like it. So, You're uh, there for what? For the Maji- uh, Derby at the Metropolitano, I'll be there on Sunday evening. That's the Derby. And then I go back Monday. Any any predictions for that? Uh, Simeone to uh, substitute Griezmann in in the sixty third or. <laughs> and he scores against us. <laughs> and he scores. <laughs> he I've scores been, the equalizer. I've been to like almost every Derby now for the past six years, and. Without exception, it is the most overhyped game in the history of football. It is no, such a no. It really? is it's such a boring game. It's scoreless usually or one one, mm. and it's in, insanely tedious to watch. Yeah, but it's about the atmosphere. It's yeah, about the atmosphere uh, is good. Yeah, the atmosphere yeah. is great. That's it. That's about it. <laughs> That's it. Um, but I'm not ruling that out. Griezmann coming in off the bench and scoring against us. Uh, I'll go for cheeky uh, two all. You guys have played Elche at the camp, no man. That's so boring. Hey, we give us a little. You know, we need to just ease our way into October here. All right, lube it up. Give us some of that. I'll give Lube-ke-shan. you guys six mil for that one. All right, all right. Well, I'll be happy with that. All right. Well, cool. I'm gonna dash to my cousin's house. Have this cool, up later. Bud. Uh, are we, oh, are See, we I didn't to- realize. I thought you and your cousin were going out for dinner. I was like, have dinner at a Spanish time. Obviously, you're going there. You guys are going to chit chat. You see the baby. You're not having dinner till later. I get it now. But I was like, if you're going to a restaurant, you're not going at 6.30 to a goddamn restaurant, especially no, yeah. not in Maji. No, no, People are right. finishing lunch. Literally. Normal- <laughs> Normally, when we go and hang out, it's usually later time. Yeah, we meet at 8 and then have a later dinner, walk around, then have ice cream at like you know midnight or something like that. But uh, it's the new baby, you know, it throws off the schedule, right? Well, I'm happy we got it out. I'm happy we did do this. So um, are we recording tomorrow for patrons? Yeah, I I guess. But uh, sure. Are are you good? I can do it. But I need to talk to you something off here. So well, I'm uh, I'm flexible tomorrow. So I'm good. It's Friday. It's Friday. And then uh, I can, if we need content, I'll uh, put out a call for questions from for patrons tonight, and then we can answer questions tomorrow for, for right. like an hour or whatever. Yeah. All right. Cool. Patreon.com slash churros y tacticas if you want the raw version of churros, and we'll catch you there. Thanks, Diego. It was fun. If you want the secret recipe, come to Patreon. Peace out, guys. Peace, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.